Welcome to Sisterhood Meets Motherhood, the podcast where two goddesses who happen to be related by marriage discuss all things family, purpose, sisterhood, faith, spirituality, and all the other divinely messy parts of womanhood. Every other week, Kendra and Sophie unmask from all the daily roles required of the modern woman to bring you refreshing and truthful conversations that remind you that you are, in fact, never alone on the journey. Welcome to episode 13. I can't believe we're 13 episodes in. This is so fun. This episode is all about courageous conversations. And this is something that I had brought up that I I recently had went through a, a really courageous conversation with a bit in a, in the business sense with a business partner. And I left feeling so in control and just powerful of my emotions. And so I thought this might be a really fun topic for an episode. Yeah, it really is a journey, like learning how to communicate clearly, know what you want to say, say what you want to say, trust that however it's received is okay and you can handle it. And I think this is something that we're all working on, but the more that as powerful women and men step into being in the most true place that we can be, the more that we're asked to have hard conversations. So I'm really excited to to dive into this one. Um, but before we jump in, Kendra, how are you being in this very moment? I feel very powerful right now. I do. I feel powerfully in control of my emotions. Um, in all honesty, we sometimes like batch record these episodes just in case anyone else is doing episodes, just so you know. And it is so funny to see how I evolve through the episodes because I started out really tired and just kind of in a slump with life and busyness. And after we, Sophie and I get to just express our emotions and our thoughts during these episodes, it really is therapeutic for me. And so I've stepped into this powerful, excited place to share this topic and conversation with you all. So curious, because for you, you woke up at three o'clock in the morning because you couldn't sleep. So we started these podcasts a, a little bit ago and you were in the middle of the night. So how are you being in this moment now? I'm feeling really good and, and in trust. And it's been, um, challenging sometimes to schedule these because we're on different time zones and different days and different kids schedules and that kind of thing. And to just be in this container together right now, where we're creating the boundaries that we need and, and giving ourselves space to drop into different topic topics. It almost feels like every episode we record, we're a layer deeper. It's like, we're a little bit further away from all the other realities of our day and we're closer into truthful conversations. So, so this should really be a good one. I'm excited. We both just refilled new coffees on our own at home espresso machines with, which I highly recommend if you don't have your own, (laughs) it's so fun to be your own barista and just, we've really been, um, practicing that, you know, focusing on little things. And I know for Sophie and I both, we love that first sip of coffee and just letting it just, 
I don't know, melt into your mood. And so that's, that's the energy you're getting from Sophie and I right now with our refilled brand new espresso cups from home. Here we are. So I'm curious if you remember like what, what brought up the topic of courageous conversations for you as a potential podcast theme? Yeah, I think over the last couple of years, um, in my own relationship and as well as in my business world, so you guys know that I'm a leader of a very large community of essential oil friends and family. And um, I do run a very large six-figure business. And it's um, something that I have to tap into my strengths because I have very deep relational strengths. And because of being, um, I don't know if anyone's ever taken the Clifton Strengths test, but all of mine came out in um, relationship as well as, what's the word, Um, influencing. And because I have those strengths, it also makes it very hard for me to have hard conversations and to run my business. And so, as well as in my personal relationship, when Scott and I were separating, divorcing and reconciling, there were some really hard conversations that were uncomfortable, that had to be had that I didn't really necessarily want to do, but I needed to do. And that also translated over, like I said, into my business. And just recently, I feel like after 10 years of running this very large, successful worldwide team of essential oil community, I've actually stepped into my own of being a business owner. And I've had some hard conversations with business partners on my oil family that were easy, but were necessary. And they actually, I left that feeling so powerful. And I thought, Man, if we could have a conversation on this episode to inspire and empower other women to just step into that empowerment to say to say the things they need to say and do the hard have the hard conversations, what growth that could bring to their life. Yeah, how have you grown? Like what what might have how did 5 years ago Kendra approach a difficult conversation versus now and like maybe what was getting in the way from you really saying what needed to be said? Well, the five years ago, Kendra was very um, stubborn and selfish. And I would say (laughs) I would have came forth um, in a very not polite way, maybe some attitude or sassiness. Mm -hmm. So over the years of just being humbled in a lot of things in my life and, and, you know, in motherhood and all of that, I think I've taken a step back and been able to like view it in a big, in a bigger view of like, I'm not always right. I I'm, it's okay to be wrong. And it's okay to like humbly accept that, you know, or have humility. I think the most beautiful word I've learned over the last couple of years is humility and how it's not a bad thing to have humility. And so I've tried to translate and, um, you know, change that into my relationships and, and the personal life and the business life as well. So I would say (laughs) the Kendra five years ago would absolutely have been, um, and even said things that were maybe not coming from a place of like a grounded space. So I'm saying things that are just rational out of the top of my mind that are hurtful to the other person. Whereas when I can ground and like really be empowered in that moment and have a courageous conversation that's based off of like the right space and the right energy, the words are going to flow more correctly. And then I'm not going to be saying things I actually didn't mean and digging myself in like a bigger hole. Does that make sense? Totally. It's so interesting because, because when I reflect on myself, the five years ago, me 
wouldn't have said the thing. Like just the people pleasing part of me, the needing to keep the peace instead of actually, yeah, instead of actually saying what needed to be said, and we can get more concrete, more concrete about this in a moment, I would have just tried to keep peace and be liked. And that's actually just as hurtful as being sassy. Like you're still like creating an incongruence where it's like, what are we actually talking about? Where are we getting to anywhere productive? And so it's been so empowering to take, to trust myself, to connect and consider like, what are my values in the situation? What do I need to communicate? What are my requests? Knowing that they might not be met, but I'm still speaking that truth. Um, and, and then, yeah. And just really trusting it comes back to self-trust for me. Um, and one of my big growth periods around having hard conversations came when I was, um, working at an organization called the Denver play therapy center, um, or the Denver center of play therapy. And, and the handbook, it said, you can totally send emails to clients and texts, but we really encourage you to pick up the phone and call them even if it's just a scheduling thing, because there's something about the energy exchange of actually speaking. It's like, I'm a human, you're a human. Let's have a conversation. And in something as simple as scheduling, a lot can come up, a lot of resistance, a lot of like, I don't know about this. And it can be a lot easier just to just to have the conversation. And I think in this moment in time, we have a lot of resistance towards that. We have anxiety around it. And it's actually so needed to say like, hi, let's have a conversation. I hadn't thought of it that way. And it's true because I, I do prefer in my business and just with family being eight hours away and across the world, I would much rather send a voice like audio to someone than an actual text message. Or um, it's difficult for me to physically get on the phone with time differences. But if I can send that audio, there is so much energy that comes in that. And so that that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious for you and like your brilliant mind and in the therapy side of things, is there a certain tool that you utilize when it comes to having these crucial conversations? Hmm. Well, I I think I'll share two things. Um, I think one is just really spending time thinking about communication and everything that goes into it. Like, it's a whole field of study. Like when I speak to you, if I'm going to effectively communicate, I have to have self-honesty, which requires a relationship with myself. Like what is really true in this moment? I have to have the bravery to speak it, the clarity and the words to say it. I have to trust that you can receive it, that like your receptors are on and you're not receiving it through the lens of like not actually listening or defenses or that kind of things. And then I have to sit with the impact that that has on you. And that's just the one way of me to you. That's not even like the you bringing it back towards me. So like, there's just so much that goes into clear communication and so many blocks that can prevent the, the clear transmission of it. Um, So I just want to bring that awareness of we're all doing our best and it's a big deal to even be considering how can I have more clear communication with myself and, um, and others. And then, so that's sort of just my, you know, um, macro theory that I wanted to bring, but what I had originally intended to share was a more maybe woo woo perspective of, um, which I love the woo 
um, of understanding the throat chakra. And if you know the energy systems, um, yeah, we have chakras up and down our body and they each hold um, different strengths and also they can hold different stuck points. And um, I love supporting clients and like keeping these energy centers clear, but the throat, the throat chakra, um, the best way to think about it is if you've seen Moana and you know, um, the blue necklace that she wears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like, that really is a connection to the throat chakra because the color that is on the throat is blue and just an invitation to consider like, what is your relationship with this energy center? Like, is it blocked? Is it stuck? Are there words that want to be spoken that aren't, um, yeah. And so even in this moment, I, I just invite everyone listening to like, take a moment and feel into your throat center and see if there's any information that this part of your body wisely has for you. And it might be like, good job, you are doing so well, or there might be a little lump in your throat and someone's face might pop up and then, and your body might say, you could be more clear in your communication. And can you just breathe into that and and trust that that you'll get there? And this awareness is so important. Yeah, the slowing down and the tuning in and using the body as information. I know myself, I've had times where I'll have like a scratchy throat or all of a sudden I just like am coughing and I need water. And when I tune into that and I take that moment, like you're saying, it's like, oh, I'm not speaking my truth or, you know, like there's something that needs to get out. Like our bodies are powerful. They're amazing. And I'm really glad that you tapped into the chakra side of it because it does tie into the essential oil of this episode as well. But there's so much power in just listening to your body. Your body tells you so many things. I'm really glad you said that. And I should have mentioned I had chronic tonsillitis in college. Like literally, I think in my college years, I had tonsillitis 11 or 12 times. And oh I, I was at the criteria of I should get my tonsils out. But at this around that time, I also started practicing yoga and became a yoga teacher. And I just had this feeling like, no, there's some energy I need to move. I don't need to like remove it. I need to like, I, I did like, like fish pose, I think it's called. I'm a little out of practice where you just put your neck back. I did that consistently and like really tuned in for a while. And I was also in a process of connecting more to myself and really finding my voice and I don't get tonsillitis anymore. Um, so it's like powerful message. When I look back at college years, I should have spoken up a lot of times that I didn't. And it makes sense. My body was like, mm, not cool. I like that statement. I had never thought of it that way. Like instead of removing the part you're just moving the moving things out of that like our bodies are telling us something and so I know we're going to have future episodes because Sophie and I very much um, tap into that wellness side of things of just like listening to your body and how our bodies are amazing when you are giving them the right things and you're actually listening to them so we'll tap more into that but I really want to share my essential oil for this episode, which you guys know, I love sharing about the emotional side of essential oils. I specifically use doTERRA and I do lead an entire community. I'm always happy to share and lead you as well. If you're, if you're curious to reach out on Instagram or email, but this one's powerful. And I've personally used it, um, in these conversations, like before I go into a tough conversation with my husband or a business conversation, that's crucial, or even being invited to speak on stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people at my conventions or different topics. 
And it's spearmint. Oh, and I just dropped it. Hope I didn't break it. <laughs> and down. I um, no, it didn't break. My little dog is over here. She's scared. So there we go. Spearmint is the oil of confident speech. And so I love spearmint. I choose it over peppermint every time, but it is just this minty, spicy, refreshing. And so it's the oil of confident speech. And it says in my essential emotions book, Spearmint inspires clarity of thought and confident verbal expression. Individuals in need of spearmint may hide their thoughts, opinions, or ideas by withholding their voices. Spearmint encourages inner clarity about one's personal convictions and opinions. It then assists individuals in translating that inner clarity into words. Spearmint promotes confidence in expressing oneself verbally, especially when speaking in front of groups of people. It often helps individuals create an effective stage presence by infusing them with confidence. Spearmint also encourages individuals to take a public stand on behalf of their values and opinions. Spearmint can be helpful remedy for those who struggle with communicating clearly for a wide range of reasons from feeling scattered and inarticulate or stumbling over words. It assists individuals in becoming emotionally clear about what they want to say and then actually saying it. So in short, spearmint can help individuals access their inner light and convey that light to the world with clarity and confidence. I just want to like take a deep breath and let that, even when I smell the aroma of essential oils, I take them to the area that we need them. And so like, I literally can just feel it deep in my throat, but actually tapping the spearmint and putting it right over your throat chakra as well as putting the drop under your tongue or even just touching it and putting it on your tongue. It's this refreshing, but as maybe silly or woo as this sounds, we're not sure like where your you know background is in wellness and space um, like Sophie and I is, but it might sound silly. I think 10 years ago when I, before I started using essential oils, I would have been like, what are they talking about? Like, this is crazy. But now as I've integrated it into my lifestyle, it's so powerful to have natural tools and even to have this, these therapy tools that Sophie shares with us to integrate into our life. It makes all the difference. Like I said, when we do these episodes, it's like a therapy session for me with my sister-in-law. We get to connect and chat, release, and um, you know, project ideas and thoughts and things that we're going through. And whether or not no one listens or a thousand people listen, it's more for us to connect on this level and to be able to work through these things that we're dealing with as humans too. Can you just imagine if you're wanting to teach your child who's maybe more reserved or not clear in their speech, um, better communication, instead of telling them how they see you tune into yourself, realize that you need to speak more clearly, grab an essential oil experiment, self-regulate, connect with your throat and then speak. Like they will actually receive that through their mirror neuron system, through the modeling and then learn how to do that like 20, 100 times more effectively than if you said, let's talk about communication. Yeah, um, that's not how it yeah. yeah. So with all of that said, Kendra, how can you lead even more with your heart and life, family and business in the coming week? I think this really brought attention and focus to my throat chakra. So I want to lead with my throat and like with my heart connected into that chakra as well, of course, but I do want to lead with my throat in powerful, like life giving conversations and just that confidence 
as an example for my children, I, I love that you said that I, there's this, there's this thing that goes around Instagram. I always see it. And it says like, you will die for your children, but will you live for them? And that's not only just like your lifestyle and dieting and, and like not dieting, but like healthy eating and exercising, but that's your choice of words. Like that's, that's literally breathing life into your children as well. And so I think I hold so much power in being able to be the mother of these three children and that I get to be their guide here on earth during their journey. And so I want to lead with my throat and confident speech and um, just like powered for my family. Mm. And what about you? For me, it's actually about listening. Like my communication skills could increase if I listen more. And because I, I have a pretty open throat chakra. And yesterday I was with a, uh, I think, eight-year-old boy in the playroom. And I have these question cards that we ask each other different questions. And one of the questions is, who's the talker in your family and who's the listener? And we were reflecting on in both of our families, the mom is the talker and like what that means for everyone else. And it was like, that's a lot. Like when mom's talking all the time, meaning me, like what about everyone else having space for their voice and like a a deeper listening from from the mother? So I really want to start to open up. Of course, I listen, but I, I know I could grow even more there and like the deeper full body listening. So And with that really quick, I've always heard this little statement and it's helped me to focus on this too, that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm. Like it's powerful when you think about it. So I think there's a beauty in actually listening and receiving someone when they are courageous enough to have a conversation or communicate with you. So accepting it is just as powerful as speaking it. So I love that you said that. And there's a lot of power in the space between words and what's communicated there and and in all of the nonverbal. It's something like 70% of communication is nonverbal. So it's like we're really just full body being and trusting that the exchange that needs to happen is happening. So with that, we will close. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys taking this time with us that we get to chat as sisters, but hopefully all of the information or thoughts that we have resonate with your heart and help you to move forward in your week as well. So until next time. Until next time.